Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. I'm Matthew. We are Pappies, and welcome to another episode of Pappies Flatshare Beef Brothers Cold bang, Cuts. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. BBCC. BBCC. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, this is a very exciting episode. We have an excellent guest in our good friend, the wonderful comedian, Mr. Josh Whittacombe. Oh, what an absolute treat. What a beef. Uh, we whip cracked away through some excellent beefs. If you have a beef... Please get in touch with us and we will be able to feature that beef in one of our podcasts. Yes, email us at beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com and we will try to solve your beef if we can. Yes! Also, there's a tier where if you support us on Patreon, we will be handling your beef. So don't be afraid. (laughs) (laughs) That is a guarantee. So um, check us out on Patreon. It's Patreon forward slash Pappy's Flat Share. But you'll be able to find us, I'm sure. Um, And follow us on Twitter at Pappy's Tweet. And let's crack on with the episode. Let's do it, you guys. Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, maybe we can help you be from the sorting out your beef. Cold Cuts. All right, well, our guest this week on Beef Brothers Cold Cuts is Josh Whittacombe. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? I'm very good, very Thank, good. Thanks for coming in. I know, well, last time I was in a bit of a uh, medical low. Yeah, what you don't realise is that Josh was supposed to be on this show a few weeks ago, but didn't make it and dropped out. He didn't make it, sadly. Sadly, he didn't make it. This is the ghost of Josh Whittacombe. He passed away. Um, A medical low. I ended up in hospital with my asthma, oh, so no. it would have right. been a very breathy podcast. Yes. It would have sounded like you were making a nuisance call. Exactly. <laughs> I was on the roids for... Um, for five days couldn't sleep I was wondering why you looked so buff yeah <laughs> it's really sorted you out and also it's <laughs> sorted you out it's really it's sorted out your physique but your, your rages oh, I've got to say you, gonna, you yeah, don't want to cut me up in traffic or, <laughs> or the Uber that I'm in <laughs> what kind of a flatmate are you are you the sort of are you mm, easy going are you I wouldn't say I'm easy going well I, since I, the roids obviously <laughs> <laughs> If anyone touches my roids, they hear about it. Um, I had a similar role in university. (laughs) (laughs) It was due to my poor diet. Yeah, the germaloids cured it. Yeah, Yeah. it did indeed. The capsules. Hey, I had six capsules in my university house left. So we're talking about suppositories here, Yeah, suppositories. I had a bad case of hemorrhoids at uni. Right. Is there ever a good case? (laughs) <laughs> I've had a few good games. I've had a few more. I've had... I actually got a case of hemorrhoids from my agent this year as a Christmas gift. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. One had gone missing. I went and there was five, and I hadn't had the. So I had to call like a house meeting at Union and be like, has someone nicked my suppositories? And one of my housemates was like, yeah, I just wanted to know what they'd feel like. <gasps> so they just kind of popped one up there. Why wow. not? How big was your house? Just, just out of curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just said house. Um, there was five of us. The gang. Wow. Yeah. House meeting. I've never been invited to a house meeting. A house meeting to see where who's had my suppository. Could you not have contacted them all individually? 
I wanted to make a scene. Like Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Yeah. You had them all sat down. You were walking around. <laughs> well, you were sort of lim- limping around. <laughs> Just waiting for one of them to go off. <laughs> oh, was that a good house, mate? Yes. Um, yeah. No, I, I think um, I'm, I'm tidy. I'm definitely tidy and I'm kind of organised. And um, But it's, yeah. Are you too organised, though? Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, that's... Do you live and let live? Um, do I live and let live? Yeah. Basically, Tom is asking, are you anal? And if so, have you nicked one of his suppositories? <laughs> um, I'd find mess annoying. Okay. I couldn't live with Clarky. I imagine how he lives. Yeah. How, how, how? Yeah, yeah. What? Clarky right. has the impression of a, of a scruffy guy just because that's sort of how he Because I've got kind lives. of long hair, got, I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't live Foppish. scruffy. My flat's always... Your flat spotless. is spotless, is whereas it? Parry's flat... Oh, I've been there. A lot more messy, isn't it? A lot more sort of... Um, a lot more Lionel Messi. A lot more Lionel Messi, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's no, no surprise on the Parry front, I'd say. We've changed since we've grown up. We were both quite messy when me and Tom were living together. That was I... a loud slurp on that team. <laughs> <Sorry, laughs> it was weird because I, somehow I, I managed. To, I'd never done this before. Getting a situation where the handle was under my chin, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to oh. slurp because I couldn't quite get the angle I needed. That's the kind of flatmate yeah. you are. Yeah, <laughs> amazing that you've got this far without ever having the handle on the chin. Well, have you, know you done that? I don't think I've, I've done never that done the handle under the chin. What a first to have live, dear listener, a live exclusive. Whitcomb's gone. <laughs> On chin handle, it chin feels live on our podcast. It feels like a way to cure hiccups, doesn't it? <laughs> Drink tea with the handle under the chin. Uh, has it cured your asthma? <laughs> it hasn't. No. <laughs> so, should we crack on with the first? Um, now that we know what kind of a housemate you are, I don't think we ever answered the question properly, but uh, nevertheless, let's crack on with the first beef that you have sent to us at beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Let's get into this beef, Josh. Who is this from? And remember, front names only. Mike. This is from Mike, who Mike, sent this. Strong front name. Four twenty a.m. So it's really playing on his mind. Oh my oh. god! And the day after my birthday. Four twenty a.m. Is he is he sending it from abroad? Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. Right there we go. Four twenty our time. Unle- t- unless he's just a big fan of blazing and gets up at four twenty <laughs> in the morning to fire up a fatty. Well, exactly. In in Oregon, it's probably it's the only excuse probably for getting up early. <laughs> Well, 4.20 is the time, isn't it? I was thinking staying up late um, if it was firing 4.20. 4.20. Oh, the only reason, I'm only purely going off the 4... Guys, you're clearly not as cool as I am. <laughs> you, clearly, you, about the 420. you clearly don't think the heaven is a half pipe. <laughs> um, Oregon, so this was probably about 8.20 in the evening. Sure. So I don't know why I'm so obsessed with the time. Anyway, <laughs> if it pleases the court, I'd like to lay out a beef that is brewing in my house. Ooh. I live with my two best friends. One of them, let's call him Keegan doesn't help with the housework at all. Lazy Keegan. Yeah. His position is that he is rarely home and never cooks, so the mess isn't his responsibility. However, when he is home, he leaves fast food bags and energy drink cans strewn about the living room. Oh, <laughs> Keegan. <laughs> it really paints a picture of someone that yeah. they drink energy drinks. Yeah. Oh, right? yes. Like I, I immediately make a call on someone nowadays. If I see them with a can of Monster... Oh, totally. Yeah. Well, you think they're 16. <laughs> yeah. Just have a coffee. Yeah. Just also, ma- also, you don't need that volume of anything. It's The monster cans are absolutely huge. Beer? Yes. Okay. But if I saw someone with a can of beer... <laughs> Is monster our beer? Is it a generational thing? I've never tried a monster. Have you? Me, yeah, me and, Tom, me and Tom went through a stage of kind of doing it half as a joke on long journeys. 
be like, yeah, I got you a monster. <laughs> and we're like, we'd, we'd sit up front in the car when we were on tour. Be like, yeah, monster. And we would properly... And then we'd have a row. <laughs> we'd literally turn and into... And we'd be like, cross me, get on board of the monsters. And he was like, no, why would, no, why would I do that to I've still got guts? one in my boot. I've got one in my fridge that I've had for, for yeah. a, like, about two years. What's the taste there, of? Just... Just energy, pure energy. Just sugar. It's just like gross sugar stuff. They're like a sort of sweeter Red Bull. Is that fair to say? You know, yeah. like those. You know those like light blue plastic bags you get from a newsagent, like yes. for an offie. It feels like if you melted a load of those. That's how it tastes. It's gonna <laughs> taste like it's that in liquid form. Sure. If you drank that plastic bag, <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. Which I do. The one that I've got in my boot is sponsored by Lewis Hamilton. It's like a Lewis Hamilton monster. Really? really? Yeah. Does he need the money? Oh, I mean, he's taken it. <laughs> no, fair enough. What's it's it suggesting? Got, it's that... gone all straight to the Channel Islands, <laughs> yeah, where he so. lives. Um, sorry, I really hate Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, you've got, you've There's got not a... many people who like Lewis Hamilton, right? No, I think he's awful. He's an unpopular guy. Yeah. And I try to like him, but then every so often he'll tweet, he'll be sat at his grand piano and he'll be like, peace and love. And like, that's, <laughs> that's, you go, come on, mate, you're I not helping yourself. I think you're following Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. I'm thinking of Paul McCartney. Sorry. I always get those guys confused. <laughs> right, his position is that he's rarely home and never cooks. However, right. he leaves uh, fast food bags and energy cans strewn over the living room. Strewn, good strewn. word. He's painting a picture that here. That me Thank and the other roommate, let's call him Scott, have to pick up the following day. By the way, do we think Scott and Keegan are their real names? I think so. Mike's such a dude. Yeah. He's been blazing. <laughs> <laughs> He's too high to use false names. To be clear, Scott and I clean the entire house twice a week. Not right. Twice a week? That's wow. pretty good. That's Big, pretty good, it? yeah. We're also not excessively messy people either. Our bedrooms are always spotless, while some other roommates, who will not be called out to name... Okay, it's Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, error on the messier side. So, here's my question. Am I right to be frustrated that Keegan never picks up after himself? Or is he right that his mess isn't big enough to be considered a nuisance? Uh, I look forward to hearing your ruling, Mike from Oregon. Well, this, one's, this one feels quite open and shut, closed beefcase. It does feel like start, an open and shut, closed beefcase. But I feel case. like we're getting quite a skewed perspective from Mike there. What we are asking now is that Keegan email in. And give us his side of things. You put getting... yourself, put yourself in Keegan's shoes, Clark, because we don't have Keegan obviously to email us in now. I'll be Keegan. You be Keegan. What's your counterpoint, Keegan? I've had a long day. It's been with well, the, that. That. No, it's it's it. it. one of the problems with your long day is you're, you're lengthening it by having an energy drink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You tell me, Mike's not had a long day. He's been up since four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me that. Isn't Keegan? Keegan no, doesn't no. go. I've had a long day. I've had a long. Picture this: we're in Oregon, guys. Already very cool. Keegan, Scott, Mike. This is like a bro house. This is like what they called it. Those frat, American, frat house. This is a frat boy party house. None of these guys are wearing sleeves. Keegan, <laughs> Keegan certainly isn't wearing sleeves. I tell sleeves, you what, they're listening right? to a lot of Brand Van 3000. Keegan's been, uh, he's been juicing, right? He's, he's, he's at the gym. He's had his monsters in. Keegan's probably roided up as much as Whitaker is. Keegan exactly. is roided to the teeth, right? He's not, I've had a long day. He's like, guys. That's Keegan, isn't it? Guys. Guys. <laughs> guys. The day's there for the taking, guys. Scott and Mike, they've hopped off this bro train. Oh, cleaning the flat twice a week. Yeah. Keegan. It depends what they mean by cleaning. So are they genuinely... Are they running the hoover around? Yeah, are, they, that, are they getting out the flash and sort of cleaning the surfaces? Yeah. You don't see I clean the surface house. every night before bed, the kitchen surface. Yes. Yeah. You do the sweep at the end of the day. 
What's the sweep? Like, your partner's kind of on the way to bed and you just do the sweep. You make sure everything's a bit clean in its place and then you go to bed. Can I just very quickly interject with watching you do the sweep once? Do you remember you'd, what, I watched you do the sweep with a... Controversial, this. This is controversial because Tom... Right, okay. We've got, we've got somebody who doesn't know this story. Josh is here. You can adjudicate on this yeah. one. Now, I watched Tom. There was a little bit of coffee spilt on the table. Yeah. He took a tissue, blew his nose in the tissue, <laughs> then used the same <laughs> tissue to wipe up the coffee. I'm all right with that. Friend uh, of the planet, Josh Whitaker. I cannot believe it. He said it's fine because it's the other side of the tissue. Yeah, it's yeah. the other side of the tissue. Do you know who else would be fine with that? Greta from He's Sweden. Oh, oh. The, the young girl who's all about uh, climate change. You yeah. should reuse the tissue, Tom. Let's not do the impression. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to live with a um, uh, with Tom Crane. Okay. Uh, so he was an awful flat. Front name. names only, please. Sorry, Tom. Uh, he, uh, uh, well, Crane, I suppose, because that's what I'd call him. But um, right. uh, he, uh, I think the cat's out the bag. It's Tom yeah. Crane. <laughs> this was pre-deliverer as well. He'd get takeaways almost every night, but the the, the actual, you know, the, fa- the phone up, the old-fashioned delivery. He'd sit eating. He'd sit cross-legged on the floor and eat them in front of the TV. Ooh. And in the morning, very holistic. Yeah, in the morning, holistic. Very astute. Very Always a bag, middle of the middle of the carpet, yeah. a bag of um, prawn crackers with one taken out, and I'd have to the put that bag. in the bin every night. Oh, but a- prawn crackers the next day when they've got that little bit of give to them. That's the best prawn cracker. I'm sure, you've had one before it goes in the bin. Whittaker, oh, what? Oh, Six a.m. Keegan, Scott, Mike. But you can you can see these Keegan. boys. Why are they living together? They're such different people. Because well, three years ago they weren't. Three years ago they were the big guys on campus. Can I just say, Tom? No you're, you're, sleeves club. You are a hundred percent right. And this is exactly the chat that you and Clarky were having just as we were starting this show. Clarky now has decided to put his sleeves on, yeah. and run a hoover around the flat. Exactly. You've decided to not only tear the pull sleeves off, sleeves but pull off. the entire t-shirt off, <laughs> and Tops to off. live it all the way. Yeah, not it's pick Keegan. up the t-shirt. I'm Keegan in it. Keegan's Keegan in it. He's called Keegan. He's not. He's not. I'll tell you what. I reckon Keegan, Scott and Mike, they never used to be Keegan, Scott and Mike. It used to be Keegan. K-Dog. Yeah, K-Dog. And the Charleston. Whatever it is. The what? Charleston? They were named after rounds on Strictly. They were the Paso Doble, Tango and Foxtrot. So it would be like Keegan, K Dog, and Charleston. And he'd be like, We're out on the town, no sleeves, backward caps. Scott and Mike, they, yeah. they've kind of decided to turn a corner in their life. They want to turn clean. the caps the right way. Keegan's around. out there, he's drinking his monster drinks, he's having his fast food. Frat boy. Frat he's boy. Pluto from Animal House, right? Yeah. He's, he's, he's keeping the flag flying. I mean, he's. he's I think it's something too egregious if it's. If it's fast food and energy drinks, it's not like it's. Can I tell you? The, can I tell you now though? The smell, fast food wrappers smell oh, bad. Don't get me wrong, but he's not having like a big frat party. It's the saddest frat party, a one-man yeah. frat party. <laughs> he's probably doing that thing where you do a handstand and drink from a keg on his own. <laughs> keg of monster. He's doing it. He's doing a keg of monster, having to hold his own legs above his head. <laughs> what a life! <laughs> what a night! He's butt chugging monster. <laughs> <laughs> Ride or die. 
What a butt chuck. <laughs> should what, we, a, what a butt chuck. Should we do a butt chuck? Is that, is that going to be the question? Now, Josh has never had a monster. And I'm guessing he's never had, had a butt chuck. <laughs> I had six butt chugs in this packet. Which one of you? Which one of you? What a podcast for Widdicombe. It started with a handle under the chin, and it finished with a can of monster straight down the butthole. <laughs> handle under the chin was the original Elton John lyrics, wasn't it? <laughs> Full Bernie Taupin got involved. That's like, I'm going to give it a little policy. <laughs> you sipped your tea. <laughs> With a handle under the chin. <laughs> um, right, so okay. I think I will say this. It feels like this case has, is not an open and shut closed beef case. Okay. Because it's been coloured by the fact that it's American. Yes. If, yeah. this was in, if this was in Birmingham, we'd be like going... Come on, Keith. It wouldn't be Keegan, it'd be Keith. You're right, Keith. And we're like, come on, Keith, pick up your rappers. Keith, Because it's in Oregon and it's Keegan. Have you chosen the accent that you can do because it's most similar to your own? (laughs) Absolutely. Welcome to my audition style. (laughs) (laughs) Can you do any accents? Yes, the West Midlands. (laughs) And then only like 50% of the time. Yeah. Um, Jasper Carrot biopic, though. (laughs) Fingers crossed, I'll nail that. Um... I'd love to be. Oh, anyway, um, so <laughs> I'd love to be Jasper Cat. I think because Who it's because it's American, it's coloured my ruling on this. Okay, I think that, and that's fair. That's fair, isn't it? Things are different in America. In the same way that you might go and you know you might listen to an American band or go and see an American film, and it's already got that little sheen of exotic. Exactly right, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got that sort of sheen of exotic of being a little bit other, and you go, oh yeah, already it feels exciting. Yeah, it feels like Keegan is living it. Like ordinarily, if you thought you're drinking monster drink all day, you're eating McDonald's three times a day, you're a slob. But American, there is something quite sort of cool and three quarter length mm. shorts and listening to Sum Forty One <laughs> about it. All the cool things. And that was Blink-22, <laughs> actually. <laughs> cool things. Um, right, time for rulings, I think. Yes. I'm uh, going with Keegan. You're going with Keegan? I'm oh, going go to go with Mike and his mate. And I think, I think they... I don't think they have to turf Keegan out, but I think they have to move, Get out. move out themselves. I love that. Move out the frat house and probably, you know, find a, find a nice place together. It feels you like you're ruling with Keegan there. Like Keegan gets to stay. Keegan, Keegan. I'm not saying. I, I, I listen. Doubt he I don't want to. The rent on his own. I don't want to. Yeah, his dad will send the money. Yeah, he's definitely. I bet you Keegan's got dreads. Hey, Pa, you send me some more dollars this month, and also I gotta go to court. Wow. Oh, okay. Sure. So <laughs> you're back with him back- being from Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> There's a backstory to it. Why's he got to go to Birmingham, court? Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, oh yeah. Alabama, <laughs> Alabama. Being wrong. <laughs> I love Josh's brother. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, I, give, I'm, ruling, I'm ruling with Mike. You're agreeing with Scott and Mike, but they've got to move. I think, I think you've got to be the bigger men here, which is hard with the amount of McDonald's he eats. You've got to be a bigger man than Keegan and move out. Yeah. Josh, what do you say? Um, I, think I think Keegan would want to move out. Can't they kind of just... I think, that, I think what they need to do is sit Keegan down and tell him the situation. He's not going to sit down. He's just put chugged a can of <laughs> He's not sitting down for a week. He could. They need to handstand him up. Have <laughs> a good talking to him. I think they need to. So if they just said to Keegan, 
our way or the highway, then Keegan would leave because he wouldn't want to be in their kind of restricted rules household. He'd hit the highway on the roof of an SUV yeah. doing a handstand. <laughs> <laughs> but chugging. But chugging. But chugging down Check the Route 66. <laughs> but chugging your way down Route 66, Keegan, and never die. <laughs> You're the voice of a generation. Clarky, because I, I think actually I'm going to side. I think I'm going to side with Josh on that because that does feel like uh, that's the right way to go. I, I, I reckon. I reckon. Actually, can I change my view? Yeah, yes. I agree just, with you. Just, no, 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 I was just thinking about it. It's not a big enough reason for anyone to move. No, I think picking up takeaway packaging is the least annoying thing to tidy up. Yeah, so you can just put it in a bin. Scott and Mike are going to stay in and cooked a fucking beef bourguignon. There's going to be fucking ingredients everywhere, isn't there? They're, t- they're tidying it up at least. Whereas Keegan's got a Parmigiana from the uh, Italian around the corner, and he's just going to. But when's it, Keegan it. eating it? Like, what time are Scott and Mike going to bed that Keegan's then rolling in? We just don't have these details. No, we don't. Sorry, Scott and no, Mike I mean, are a pair of pussies, and they're hitting bed at Whoa. seven o'clock. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you've gone so far, Keegan. You've, all, you've almost disappeared up your own butt chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Keegan's rolling in all hours, half eleven. He's been chatting up the girls. He's ready to go to bed before midnight. I'm sorry, I'm very confused. Before or after? They all sound quite quite tame. Well, he's not a monster. He's drank drank a lot. A monster. I I think, I think... Here we go. I I think Paul... Here's how I picture them. I picture them in their their mid to late 20s. And Keegan's living in the past. And he's he's trying to he's trying to hang on to his youth. He's raging and against it's, the dying of the light. And it's time for, for his pals to sit him down <laughs> and just go the Miller light. All right, we got it the first time, Tom. <laughs> no, I still, I still need one more. <laughs> the cause uh, light, cause light. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Philadelphia light. <laughs> <laughs> it's set in Philadelphia. I've got to change my accent. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> How are you doing? Hello, I'm from, I'm from I'm from Philadelphia. Philadelphia, get up those stairs. <laughs> I've got a mouthful of Philadelphia. Um, so go on, Clarky. We didn't let you finish. Yeah, I, I, I think it's. I think Mike. I think it's. It's on Keegan. Yep. But I think Mike. You've just got to. You've got to talk him round. And accept to change his ways, or accept God. that you've you've moved apart as friends. You've grown apart. Yeah. yeah. Moving Scott out. Mike, moving out. Boring. Also, and not living together may actually help them highlight what they like about each other it'll rather keep, than the differences. It'll keep the no-sleeves gang back together. Yeah. Absolutely. You've got They'll to enjoy meeting up rather than getting annoyed it. at pizza boxes. Yeah. No sleeves on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. They could all go to McDonald's together. I think yeah. we solved the beef. Yeah. Beef solved. <laughs> Brother sorting out your beef. Beef solved. So, Elliot, great front name. Conjures up a, a E.T. Oh, there you go. The 80s for you. I was going to the house of Elliot. Oh, uh, so the 1920s for me. Pe- what type of Elliot were you thinking of, Clarky? I was thinking of uh, 1950s Al Capone. Elliot Ness. Oh, yes. It's yes. a very evocative name. How about Peter Elliot, the middle distance runner from the early 90s? We're still going with famous <laughs> Elliots throughout <laughs> the ages. If you've got a famous Elliot that you like, dear listener, um, why not send us a message? Okay. So... <laughs> No details of how to send that message, but... Uh, <laughs> That's how podcasts work, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just send us a message at Pappy's Tweet with your favourite Elliot. Elliot um, Gould. Great. Elliot Gould, yeah. yeah. Sorry. It's, but, it, like, there's something about Elliot that... George Elliot? It really ties us to times. It, George Elliot. Well, in that all people are alive at a certain time. Yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, but if, if, for example, I was going to say Barry, you wouldn't go, like, I'm, I'm in the 1930s. It's Barry. Right, yeah. You think of Barry Chuckle. So, sort of 90s through to... Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. What does is, what is Elliot have to say for himself? Elliot says, A-U. Hope this email finds you well. Wait, he says A-U. <laughs> he says A-U. Well, A-Y, and then four O's. A-O! A-O! A-O should have a H on the end, shouldn't it? A-U. A-U, Elliot? A-U, Elliot? Which Elliot are you? So anyway, A-U, Elliot. Elliot, right. A-U! By the way, House of Elliot... That was a banging series, right? Great series. Probably, do you think it was? Oh. You're telling me it doesn't hold up? Well, I'm not saying it doesn't hold up. I realise it's, you know. That feels like it's ready for a, a sort of lush BBC One reboot. Remake. I don't yeah. know it. What is this? The House of Elliot was about two sisters. Fitty sisters who ran a, ran a fashion house. In the 20s. Oh, Flappers. Oh. Yes, please. <laughs> Flappers. I don't want to know what you mean by that. The Charleston, Charleston would have been there. Charleston, Charleston would have been there, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Two flappers. fitty sisters as flappers. well. Come on, Tom. <laughs> Two That's what you call people sisters. who dance to Charleston, right? Oh, the, fla- right, the flappers, the yeah. dancers, yeah. Um, oh, okay. yeah on. So, um, I'm a, okay. Hope this email finds you well, does it? Yeah. 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 Great. Hey, all. Widdicombe is back from his medical low. Medical low, yeah. <laughs> to an all-time high. My partner, a.k.a. flatmate, has become obsessed with houseplants. Oh. Right. Oh, interesting. Oh. interesting. I already think... Good. That's a nice problem to have. Absolutely. Love, love houseplants. We have over 100 different cacti, Whoa. succulents, spider plants, and ferns covering every single windowsill. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> every single windowsill? Every single windowsill. Every single win- What accent were you doing there, by the way? Um, hey, that was Georgia. Oh, on your mind or Russia, Georgia? <laughs> on my mind. Okay. okay. We have over 100 different cacti, succulents, spider plants, and ferns covering every single windowsill or flat surface in our house. <laughs> Doesn't that, isn't that what you conjure up? The Eden Project, yeah. Yeah, and it, this feels like, you know, in a film, like in the 80s or the 90s, when like, say, for example, Big or like a, a cool person gets rich. Yes. And yeah. so they live in like a dream house. There's like a jungle room. Right. It's kind of like, wow. Is it a greenhouse? (laughs) Let's find out. They keep growing, having babies, and getting replanted in bigger and bigger pots. Oh, so she's taking cuttings from the succulent and replanting them. That's amazing. Like some kind of sci fi film. The good thing about like succulents and cacti and all that kind of stuff is very low maintenance. I think this guy's living a dream here. This is great. They've even started making their way onto the floor. Uh, Wait, now this makes it sound like they're gremlins. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, they're having babies. It sounds like... Watering them after midnight. How do do we have a... It's quite difficult when you're given the amount of succulents but not the amount of rooms because you're trying to... He lives in a 200-room mansion. (laughs) 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 One every other room. Um, They've even started making their way onto the floor, taking up valuable room and presenting a serious safety hazard to myself and any unobservant guests. That's true. Ooh. Socks, socked feet and cacti. It's a bad mix. It she is, will not yeah. stop until our entire house is an urban jungle. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, in a cruel twist of fate, I am the one tasked with watering her foliage army. Oh. oh, you work from home. Ah, ah the self-employed <laughs> guys. Me. And now you're talking, you're preaching to the choir. I'm staring across the table at three self-employed I guys. Hate that. No surprise, they're all white and middle class. Am I right, dear listener? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you doing iTunes reviews for us? <laughs> so, we're all self-employed. We all know the, the whole thing about you work from home. 
suddenly you get tasked with suddenly you're yeah. you, suddenly you've got to yeah. pick up get the deliveries you know and Amazon comes around oh. 15 times a day I work from home and it takes me almost an hour every single week <sighs> to satiate their need for water Wow. I'm wow. going to employ one of my favourite words here, to slake their thirst. Slake the thirst of the, wow. the cactus. Would you do slaking? that in one hour or would you split it over five days? It takes me an hour every single week. Yeah. Just do a couple of plants a day. You might be fixing this as we go. But also, the thing is, you've then got to remember which ones you've done. If there's a hundred plants, do them alphabetically. Elliot, Elliot finishes <laughs> Have you by saying... you them all? <laughs> it's driving our bills up. Name. It's driving our bills up? Yeah. What? He says it's driving his bills up. It takes me an hour every single week to satiate their need for water, and it's driving our bills up. Please, puppies, help me quell her green fingers. Poetic. Very poetic. I love Elliot's turn of phrase, but yeah. I'm still confused by why it's... Sen- we'll, we'll come back to the bills okay. in a second. Please, puppies, help me quell her green fingers before I myself am shoved in a pot, doused in soil, sprayed with water, and told to start growing. A poet. Oh, I, nice. I like the turn I of phrase. He, I hope he hasn't... Spent any of his time at home when he should have been working writing this email. Love Elliot. <laughs> and that's sent from the University of Nottingham. Oh. Oh. So there we go. Why is he working from home? He's do- if he's doing a PhD, he's not working. Come on. Well, there, you, on. there you have it. That's a big question, isn't it? Is a PhD actual work? I'd say it probably is. Oh, I mean, here we go. The wokest member of Pappy's kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nothing to do with being woke. It's just, it's just quite hard to get a doctorate. I work say? at home and I'm broke. The brokest. <laughs> the brokest. The brokest. Um, I, yeah, I, no, I think that. I think. I, I think his time is probably precious, but yeah. I'm sure he does have quite a lot of it. I think being at home and being asked to do stuff when you're meant to be working is very frustrating. Yes, that is frustrating. But it's a, he gets to live in a in a home jungle, an urban jungle. That's yeah. true. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and the, the bill thing, I'm still very confused. Let's talk about the bill thing. So, is, is it water? Up. Is it the water bill? How much it's, water is he using? Because also as well, it's a cactus. You don't get done for water, though, do you? You just play oh, a, pay a flat yeah, fee, don't flat you? Fee. It's not the amount of water you use. Unless, no. he, you, unless he's heating the water for the cactus because they live in the desert. <laughs> Hot water for a cactus. I've never heard that take before, but... It's a, it, it's a good idea. I don't know if it's a correct idea, but I like well, it. I don't know what Are else... you boiling a kettle and throwing it over the plants? Because... <laughs> There's a good chance you're going to kill them rather than... <laughs> they're, they're not, surely, turning the heat up to create the right temperature for the plants. Oh, that, sure. that could be it. Are they creating a, a genuine, like, a hothouse, like those rooms in, in, like, in Kew Gardens or that something? That can't like that. be. That could be what they're doing. I think that's what they're doing. Or, I don't know if this is, you need this. Do you need those, you know those lamps that um, people that oh, grow their own yeah. cannabis have? Hang on. Oh, wait, I wouldn't know about have that. We, have we stumbled onto a weed farm? Is Elliot Mike's dealer? Is that what's really going on? Do you on? think? Do you think? Does that Elliot know? Like he's like, oh, these plants. Bloody yeah. <laughs> Bloody heck. She's really gone in for this in a big way. She, I've got. He's living in a cannabis farm and doesn't realise it. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a. This would be like a Breaking Bad tile thing where it's like, like Breaking he, Good. Uh, yeah, and he unwittingly has married a drug baron. Well, is this not his solution as well? The obvious solution is if you're pruning them off and you're making even if they're not cannabis if they're um cactus if you're pruning them off and making new plants yes cover your hours work a week whatever elliot would be being paid an hour by selling that many cactuses and then you aren't increasing the amount of cactus you're enjoying growing the cactuses. open a, a little cactus shop exactly put them on the road like strawberries in the 
countryside. Yes. Pick your own cactus. That's great. Pick your own cactus. Pick your own cactus doesn't sound very appealing. <laughs> <laughs> pick your own cactus. <laughs> You'll need to wear some quite heavy duty gloves <laughs> to pick your own cactus. But that's actually not Blind a bad folded. idea. He flogs bobbing, him. bobbing for cactuses. Yeah. <laughs> the littlest cactus cacti. shop on the road. I know it's cacti. Could yeah? Could you do that though? Could you have? Could he set up his own cactus stall? I don't think he wants to. That's going to be more time. This guy's a PhD. He's going he, after he, has a PhD. His, he is a PhD. He's <laughs> going after bigger things. It's already costing him an hour of his week. Get up yeah. an hour earlier. Do you have houseplants? Do you feel like... Yes. got one. Just the one? Yeah, I discovered that this week because we had to take it out when we were having our house fumigated for moths. And you didn't know it was there? I hadn't really considered... You know, you don't engage with everything that's in your own house. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You got bought it as a gift. It's a classic gift. It's a we, classic gift. We often get houseplants that we then slowly kill. We kill either from overwatering yeah. or underwatering. Can't ever find Hard the can't ever find the sweet spot. So what we've Hard done is we replace them all with plastic. So we've got loads of plastic houseplants now. Oh really? Uh, and um, I don't think you can tell. But then you, you know. save an hour a week. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a houseplant that's like overly active, and it's become a bit like a house pet. So you wake up in the morning and it's sort of crawling across your face. Well, <laughs> depends. Depend, <laughs> yeah, on your chest. <laughs> it started invading my space, basically, because it's like, it's one of those like rubber plant things that like, it, um, a cheese plant, I think it is. Oh, yeah. But it oh, hasn't yeah, given me any bloody cheese. Uh, that's why I'm bored. Um, so uh, it, it like grows very excessively towards the light. Yeah. So like where it, where it originally was, was on top of the chest of drawers by where I sleep. And then in order to get to the light, it had to grow around the corner. So it started getting in my way on the way to my chest of drawers over the course of like two weeks. Sure. Yeah. So then I've put it by the sofa and now it's reaching over where I sit. It's like it's constantly... It's Why like, do you keep positioning yourself between the plant and the light? Oh, <laughs> I need the light. I, I need my light, all right? Do you think it's in love with your girlfriend and it's trying to... Well, that's like how a, it feels. It feels like the third person in the flat. And she talks to the plant a lot and she kind of waters it and it always feels like I can't get along with this thing. This really? feels like a it feels like a tales from the unexpected or something yeah. like like you're gonna yeah. like it's gonna get closer and closer to you and then one day it's just gonna you know, it's gonna be up on your up on your face and then it's gonna fall off and die and then like plants are gonna burst out of your chest Whoa. like an alien. Or you're gonna wake up one day and it's gonna be like wearing your clothes. <gasps> yeah. I'm gonna come replacing home. you. And you're going to be in the pot watered like uh, like poor Elliot thinks he's going to be. Right. Well, that's it. So I say to Elliot, get rid of these plants. They're, they're definitely muscling on your relationship. It's just got to be you and her. You know, get rid of this shit. Just Focus down. Get in there with a flamethrower like uh, in uh, that uh, Alien movie where she finds all the ones that didn't work and just flamethrowers them all. Plastic yeah. plants. Yeah. yeah. Plastic plants instead. What would Greta say? I, I, I'm assuming it's good. does that does that Ooh, count as a single plant? Does that count as single use plastic? Please stop doing <laughs> <Well>. Greta's voice. <laughs> That's quite good. Um, I suppose it is single use, but as long as you don't throw it away. That's true. Single use forever. That's fine. Yeah. Mm. Plastic plants. I don't know about this, guys. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Clarky, the dissenting voice. Well, I think, you know, Here comes the, the, the more... Extinction Rebellion. And <laughs> <laughs> his plastic bloody boat. The more plants, the better. You guys. Is that how it works? Generally, yeah. But it's, <laughs> it is, yeah. Here's the thing, though. The more plants, but the more energy bills. I don't understand this. Yeah, if he's turning the energy bill thing, if he's turning the if he's turning the heat up, I think he's just lobbing in an extra reason there. I don't see. I don't see. He's he's turning up the temperature for them. You buy house plants for a reason. We've got an aloe vera plant. Uh, they're they're oh, used to like the the desert and stuff, but it's fine. Yeah. You do keep your house nice and toasty, though, don't you? It's just, it was, oh, it's, it's naturally naturally warm, but yeah. I don't I know fine. What, whether, whether the, the plastic would bring any fun to the person who wants the houseplants, because her whole fun is that she's enjoying the cultivation of a houseplant. That's very true. Get her a pet. Get her, yeah. We, we've got and to quell her green fingers, right? Get her a green pet. Get her a chameleon. There we go. There you go. Get a nice, or get some sort of gecko or lizard or something like that. It Parrot. takes on the shape of plants. I don't know if that's <laughs> quite how a chameleon works, but sure. Pretty sure it is. Yeah. Um, get her, in fact, she, I haven't watched Planet be... Earth, but I, I can guess. <laughs> and, um, and there you go. A chameleon will be all things. Sure. A, a rubber ball. A, a, a rubber bubble ball. A rubber bubble ball. A little bow bow bow. A little bow bow bow. A little bow bow Well, I hope, Elliot, that has solved your beef. Feels like it does. It feels like it has. No? Yeah. I just don't buy that people would like a plastic plant. Chameleons. Oh, chameleon. Yeah, I'll buy that. We've got a chameleon. We're two steps ahead of you. You get a chameleon, they'll turn into the shape of a plastic plant. Beef solved. And what happens to the old plants? Just bin them. Bin yeah. them off, mate. Greta's Chuck. not going to be happy with that. Chuck please, them. please, put them somewhere else. Put, put them in the park. Yeah, absolutely. Let them set, set them free. Set them free. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> i buy that. Yeah. <laughs> from the out your beast. This is from Simon. Yep. Hello, Simon. A very bland front name, I'm afraid, Simon. Oh. Doesn't oh. conjure up a time. Doesn't really? conjure up a time. Doesn't conjure Paul up a Simon. time. Paul Simon. No, doesn't conjure up a I don't know many Simons. Simon and Garfunkel? I mean, that's Paul Simon. Uh, <laughs> basically, there's only one Simon. And the only Simon it's conjured up is a Paul. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Which also, very bland name. Yeah. Simon Le Bon. Simon Le Bon. Oh, they're all flooding in now, are they? Really? Simon you're trying to pin it really articulates oh. a time as a person. You're trying, to pun it, you're trying to pin this Simon to the 80s, are you? Simon from Duran Duran? Oh, that is Simon Le Bon. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so Simon writes, my girlfriend is still annoyed one year later oh, that I accidentally loose <laughs> lovely <laughs> open and shut closed beefcase if you've still got issues in your relationship after a year of it happening well, well let's find out what it is let's yeah. find out what the issue Maybe is he's if he's cheating, cheating on her <laughs> <laughs> and a year later she's still going on about it <laughs> because I accidentally acquired a piano from off of a Facebook group oh that's oh, fun she's annoyed because it is big she's annoyed because it's a piano now, the Facebook group was a group for the Oldham Music Service and a quite well-to-do Oldham. lady. Oldham, yes. Yeah. Uh, and a quite well-to-do lady offered the piano free to anyone that could collect. The oh. house I collected it from was so posh, the street had a gate on it. Okay. 
Yeah. Straight off the bat. Straight off the bat. I like Simon's instincts. Yes. Holden's not how I imagined it. Something's going free. Oh, I'll have that. Piano. Yeah, that, that's that's the knee-jerk reaction there, isn't it? Simon. Do you want something large? Do you want something large? A that's free, free piano. And it's like anything on the sides of a piano that's Is the free. twist here going to be that got stuck in the gate leaving the street as well? It's no, no, no. It, it's, it's not an episode of Only Falls and Horses. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it home. He's got it. In fact, he says the piano is now in our lounge. Beautiful. It's, it's, it's a piece. It's an upright. It now has the veneer on two keys broken after my girlfriend, and he's putting inverted commas, accidentally. Oh, I thought you meant girlfriend. Oh, no, no. He's put girlfriend in no commas. <laughs> girlfriend accidentally <laughs> dropped a radio on them. My name is Simon. Oh. My girlfriend's name is Gemma. Video killed the radio star, and the radio killed the pianist. Beautiful. Lovely, Lovely stuff. <laughs> She's Lovely dropped stuff. a radio on it because it's another way of creating sound. Yeah. As if to attack it with... Yeah. We've got music in the house already, yeah. Simon. Yeah, like, this is better. This is whole band music this. is better than chopsticks. Yeah. He said, I played the piano 20 years ago. I didn't practice very hard. Should I get rid of the piano or her? God oh, damn it, Simon. Oh, He's got in bigger than yeah. I admire this, man. This is exactly what Whittacombe said at the start. You said Binner off at the start. He's throwing yeah, it I didn't there at realise what... Piano or lover. Let's get into it. Well, there are 50 ways to leave your lover. Paul Simon talks that. <laughs> <laughs> um... Buy a piano, uh, Joe. There aren't 50 ways in that song. No, it's about seven. Right. Yeah. How did he get the piano back? Did you ask him? No. How did he get it back? I have I not asked matter. him that question. <laughs> but it's pretty key for you, isn't it? Well, you piano just find... is pretty key. Um, <laughs> two of them are very pretty keys after they broke. Um, I, I would like a piano in my house. I think your house would suit a piano as well. Um, Can you play? No, but... Will you play? But uh, I could learn. Yeah, nice. If you had the piano, would you learn? Now, the problem is he played 20 years ago and he didn't practice very hard and it doesn't seem like this is an active piano. No. So it's kind of being it's being wasted. The only action it's got recently is having its keys broken. It's basically being kept as a hostage in their house, being tortured. Surely give it to somebody who can actually play. Give I it to th- Whittacombe who's got the, the, the desire to learn. Say, I think it's very sad having instruments that don't get played. I agree. Do you think do you have books in your house that you're never going to read again? Oh, yeah, 100%. But then I don't... Lovely, lovely counter-argument. That, I, yeah. that was swift and brutal. It was swift. <laughs> and I enjoyed it. But the but more it, you pick it apart, the more you go, yeah, but it doesn't stop me reading ever. No. To have no, books no, no, no. And also, but, but I think I'm, that there, there are... You know, there are good homes for, for instruments yeah, where, yeah. where people would really appreciate and play them. And that could be the same same is true for books, but I think to a lesser degree. We're talking about something that retail would cost hundreds of pounds that sat in someone's house. This, this was a free piano. Yeah, I right? know that. It was big, it was free, and he took it. Yeah, but my... I love like, that instinct. My guitar was I, a free I guitar. Like that too. Do you walk past something on the street, and if it's there, you just think, I love that. I, stick I, it I in do, your boot. I do, actually. I, do, I never take it, but I always oh. feel like I should. I used to do it a lot when I had a paper round, because you'd always be out first on the streets. Yes. And Get I would bring... a sniff. I'd bring... <laughs> like, oh, loved it. Best thing I brought home, though, yeah? from the paper round... Um, a newspaper. The sun. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the top... Of a uh, parking, uh, like a parking machine. What are you, you what? kidding me? What? A parking Why? meter. A parking yeah, meter, yes. Them, I bought one of those. The council was selling them. I bought it for a fiver. Had it in my, in my room. Here's what happened. Someone had knocked the head off this and it was just in the street. And so me and... this Was, this was, was it full of money? Yeah, it was full of money. <gasps> so cool, me, cool Hand Luke. Is that what they're doing? Cool, I'm not seeing Cool Hand Luke. That's how he gets arrested at the start. That's why he sends him to jail. Because cool. he's got Hand Luke visited your town. Wow. <laughs> and dropped off his parking. So I had the top of a parking meter, and me and my friend Alaric, who lived in a flat. Alaric? Uh, Alaric. Oh. 
um, really conjures up a nothing. Time. Really conjures, <laughs> what, the, the time of the Visigoths, but um, and, and the nineties for me. But me and my friend Alaric, uh, we took this to his flat, and then we sort of kept throwing it off the balcony and seeing if it would smash. Calm down, Keith Moon, and uh, just to see if it would smash open because we could feel there were coins in there. Nothing was coming out. I, we we got power. My dad's power tools tried to drill into it. Couldn't what a day. couldn't get yeah. open. In the end, like a little sort of corner opened up a little bit, and twenty p came out. But we couldn't get. You don't have days like that anymore. Do you? I know. You find a parking meter, and that's your day. That was my entire what day. What have you been up to today? Me and I reckon been bashing around a parking meter trying to get a quid out of it. It would be be quite bleak though if at your age. Or any of our ages. Well, no, you can't do it anymore. It's like, oh, because of the lack of parking meters. Well, no, like, you know, <laughs> those kind of like lost days where you yeah. kind of go like, you know, me and my cousin spent a weekend building a crossbow. Can't do that anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, well that's that get... did lead to prison, though. <laughs> yeah, well, it did, yeah. He, he did go. He's doing a 10 stretch at the moment. Well, we he? need to talk about Gagsy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what he did with that crossbow was unforgivable. Crossbow! Um, Yo! Yeah, I had a parking meter in the corner of my room. Did and you? I, yeah. I still got it in his garage. Yeah, I remember it. it I remember fire. it well. Yeah, yeah. great. Pretty cool. Like, it? Yeah, did it have Wolverhampton really cool. written on it? And... It had like Wolverhampton City Council on it. Yeah. Oh no. Nice. Cool like, what, what a great yeah. object to have. I used to be a big when, fan of just objects. Yeah. Used to, when you're a stuff. teenager, it's really yeah. exciting to get something like that in your room. Like, how how do you have... find out the council selling parking meters? Um, I think it was in the Express and Star. I thought, oh, here we go. Let's get down there. Hell of a newspaper. I used to have two Worcester sauce bottles stuck to the side of my door frame. Do you remember that? Yeah. One upright and one underneath. And I'd fixed a drawing pin on the back and fixed them into my door frame. So I, I thought they were very beautiful bottles. What's the source? What's you you mean your door frame? Like, like my around. bedroom. So like as you go into my room on the left hand side, there was two Worcester sauce wow. bottles just stuck there. You also had as well, I remember um, when I, probably in your, in your 20s, mid, yeah. mid 20s, you had a giant pair of Y fronts as your curtains. Yes. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, that's on. right. Uh, Clarky's mum had made them. Well, like joke Y fronts as your curtains. Yeah, we'd yeah. use them as a prop in a play. In a play, yeah. Oh, and, right. uh, they were like these massive Y fronts. Are we talking like what play was six it? Foot six foot Hamlet. Six foot. A real twist on the to be or not to be speech. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, they fit perfectly over my window. A little bit of novelty for you there. Absolutely, you bring a girl home. Look at these big pants. And now look at these big pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in fact, it's bad when you bring a girl home to have a huge pair of white pants because perspective yeah. plays quite a cool <laughs> trick. <laughs> but yeah, I think when you're a kid, you don't have any stuff. So you're sort of desperate for, you know, like you don't have any stuff. Ooh. So any stuff yeah. you get is so coveted. Yeah, and also there's like identity to it as well. You're constantly searching for cool things. For like, I'm just always yeah. like, getting like a glass Coca-Cola bottle I was like that's so cool permanent wow, that's yeah. going in my room it's per- it also it feels a little bit uh, contraband as well like stuff like the the, the, the uh, parking meter my friend had um, his brother had his room all done up with the lights that you get off roadworks so anytime he saw roadworks he would cycle his bike late at night nick them the ones that flash yeah, nice. uh, very dangerous in the end and it would light up his bedroom so they would because they, they flash for about you know oh a week my God. so he'd have his yeah. have, like lights well, in his bedroom that's nightmarish it was great. We, it, was yeah. like a, it was like a rave in his Road bedroom. Signs, it was brilliant. To let's, we had like we stole a, a sale sign yeah. yeah. when I was at uni. Where there was a place called <laughs> which is like a kind of trendy cafe before trendy cafes. Okay. And they had a sandwich board that was chained to a um, <gasps> pylon. And we tried to steal it when we were drunk, but it was chained there. And then uh, my mate who I lived with went and bought – he was doing – Engineering, so he had like wire cutters. No, and he cut it off, and we had it in our lounge yeah. for six months. Yeah. Outlaws, it's yeah, it felt so times. exciting though. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I bet they were livid. Yeah, 
Understandably, that's, that's stealing, actually. Are they still it in is. business? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. They, they actually expanded beyond... Uh, it Fallow was the making Field. of them. It was the exactly. making of them. And someone think the sandwich board, we're going to have to be bigger and better than this. Or they were like, lo- lots of people would just be around your house going, oh, I don't know why, I've got a real hankering for a cafe right now. <laughs> <laughs> are you honestly doing cappuccinos? <laughs> <laughs> and this Nadir <laughs> went on to become Subway. <laughs> it was fun, the making of fun them. Fun fact, it was the making of them. Now, obviously, uh, we might Simon has the name the of the uh, cafe. We can beat the name of the cafe just in case Josh gets in trouble. Yeah, um, they'll love that. They'll put it in a sign. They'll, they'll put a sign in the window that goes, "Josh Whitaker can uh, stole our sign." Uh, the last thing I need is that in a sign. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go and steal that sign. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverhampton City Council will be putting signs up saying, "Tom Parry bought one of our parking meters." <laughs> Think. The Express and Star are desperate for articles. I think you probably. <laughs> well, I once bought a similar thing. Yeah. When Plymouth knocked down the Lindhurst stand, I bought one of the seats. Beautiful. Oh. Now that's ten great. pounds, and then I had to take it home on the bus from Plymouth. And then what did you do with it? It's just in my bedroom. You can't yeah, sit. It's, it's just, just there, a, it's a total waste of your time. Once you've got it, actually, it's not. It's not all that. I've got a memory from this that cuts deep into my childhood, which is junior school. I had sat at the same desk for two years. Wooden desks that tops lift up. Yes. Like in oh, the you olden days. primary school in the Victorian times. Yeah, exactly that. No wonder you're signed to the house yeah. of Elliot. I sat next to Elliot. <laughs> and, um, so I, with so a little inkwell. Yes, with a little inkwell. Love it. So, so I graffiti. Did you not have that at school? Of course not. But, yeah. but I mean, yours, they were like old. They, they weren't in use. You didn't actually use the inkwell. No, no, just, I know. But did you keep stuff yeah, in your desk? You keep your books yeah, under your desk. Madness. You lifted it up. That was, those were the days. Great. School, your school days. days. And I had graffitied relentlessly that, you know, I'm a doodler. So I doodled away and it was like for two years, that was my, there it was. That was your, that that was was your, your canvas. canvas. Yeah. That was my canvas. They announced at the end of the term, they said, we're replacing them with tables next year. So we'll be selling them five quid for your desks. Everything's five quid or more. Everyone's five quid or more. Earn yourself a handy fiver. So I said to my mom, can I buy my desk? She said, no, uh, we've got nowhere to put it. And then I said to my dad, can I buy my desk? And he said, I don't think so. And I said, look, we could take the legs oh, off and use it for storage under the bed. That's and he great. said, that's a great idea. Let's do it. So we bought it, took it home. And my mom said, what have you done? And dad said, well, you have decided to take the legs off. And she said, I told him he couldn't buy it. <gasps> and oh, he'd gone no. to you. So then we had to drive back to the school uh, and return the desk and get oh, the five pounds back. Oh, I felt like I was saying like, goodbye to my... It's Britain now, isn't it? Yeah, I would, it would have been. I mean, it would have been. <laughs> <laughs> Bold statement. What a, that what story's a, actually... Artifact. That's really got me, that story. Great parenting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great parenting I think. Well, that's it. And, and that's, you, you have to play for... You, you, can't, to, you yeah. can't budge. And my mum didn't budge, and I, you know, I respect her for that. Yeah, but, that's yeah. made you the man you are today. Well, that's it. And I felt really guilty because I put my yeah. dad in, in that situation. Yeah. My yeah. dad still is always in that situation. Literally, I called him last night and said, like, I'm coming home, can I stay at your house? And mum and dad were like... Dad was like, no, we're not going to be there. Sorry, son. And then, like, my mum called back five minutes later saying, we are going to be there. Your dad doesn't know what we're doing tomorrow. And my dad was like, sorry, She's son. undermined your dad. <laughs> she's absolutely done your dad in the way that she's he... She's done the same trick, yeah. She's, she's, and she gets away with it. She does know what's going on, though. My dad doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, anyway. for the fact you're not trusted to stay in your parents' house without them there. <laughs> yeah, in case you're a big party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the days of the house party. That, what, what, what Tom didn't tell you is that I've found another parking meter and we just want to throw it out the window. <laughs> Just needed a place where we're not known. So, um, look, items like that, it feels like it's a get, isn't it? This guy's got a get. So you appreciate Simon's... But then... But also, you, guys, I want to say this about Simon. What? 
sorry, just for a recap, I have no idea what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's been out. so long ago. What is it? What we're saying is Simon's got to get here. He's got a piano. Oh, the piano. Yes, the piano. Yes, yeah. good reset. Thing. He's got a. He's got a get. He's got a good find. But am I talking about the piano, or am I talking about the love of his life? Oh, oh. the piano. <laughs> because as pia- free pianos, they rarely come along, and when they, they come along, you've got to take them. But so does true love. That's Very true, nice. and also as well, there are plenty of wonderful people out there. Any one of us could meet a wonderful person tomorrow, but. It's hanging on to them and treating them right. And you know what? Treating them upright. Treating them upright, exactly. It's the same with pianos. You can, you know, getting that person and just keeping them there to gather dust. That's not what life's about. No. You've got to play them. You've got to, you've got to play them. You've got to finger them. How about... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, come oh, on. dear. Come on. I was really Please. dancing around that. <laughs> Tickling the old ivories. You've got to tickle their ivories. So, lover or... Lover or piano. piano. Or piano. Where do we stand, Josh? I, I think you've got start. to do with the lover. Can't he just sell the piano and buy, something, little, buy a guitar? A <laughs> little I've, less obtrusive, I've, and then I've, when he gets good on the guitar, maybe she'll want the piano. The guitar will make him definitely, well, definitely want the piano. The guitar is the worst instrument in the world, isn't it? Do you think? Oh, yeah. that's, that's the, I, I could see you playing a guitar. I yeah. think you'd be. I think you'd be good on the guitar. <laughs> um, I'd prefer like the blowy pianos that Dave and I plays. Yes, please. Yeah. Oh, I like of course, I just feel like I'm contributing. Yes, please. Yes, please. (laughs) Be nice and low in the mix. I've got a great suggestion for Simon. Yes. 20 years ago, he played the piano. He did. That means give him two weeks of YouTube tutorials. He can relearn a really romantic song. Yeah. (gasps) Always a woman. That's great. Billy Joel. Yes. Right, for example. She comes in. It's her birthday. It's an anniversary. Hell, maybe it's just a Thursday. He's at the piano. She comes through the door. He starts playing. She's sometimes quite kind and she's back from her work. (laughs) Whoa, what is that sound? He's playing the piano to her. He's singing to her. She starts to cry. Goes into his pocket. There's a ring. Oh, oh my God. Oh, it's happening. The song. Which he's picked up from a he's place. Got, he's got it for free. <laughs> <laughs> An old Facebook group. Suddenly that piano becomes a part of their history. Becomes a story. She, he, he managed to mesh those two things together. That's what he needs to do. Serenade, my friend. I think that's beef sold. I think that's, that's, that's got to be. That's got to be open shut beef case. Open and shut, close beef case. <laughs> from the sorting out your beef saved. Josh, you have a, a flat share based beef that you would yeah. like to share with us. Um, let's hear it first. We'll have a chat about it and then something very special is going to happen. <laughs> What's going to happen? Well, let's find out. Let's hear, the, uh, let's, hear the, let's hear the beef. Oh, no, I don't want to be surprised. You won't be surprised with anything. We're not going <laughs> to play you always a woman or anything on the piano. Don't worry I about that. I quite enjoy that. Um, okay, so. Uh, I actually thought this while we were here, I thought this is actually a genuine issue. Very good. So, my girlfriend, I think when we decide we're going to go to bed, I think she rushes through um, maybe pouring herself water and collecting her stuff to get upstairs so that I have to turn off all the lights. Great. Great. Right. Okay. Okay, so you... That's a really smart tactic. So, So, we'll be watching TV and she'll be like, should we go to bed? And I'll be like... Yeah, yeah, 
And then I'll be like, I'll stay watching TV for another minute and a half, two minutes, and by that time she's already gone. Are we talking about, the, do you want to see the credits till the end? No, I t- tend to like, I'll turn it on to that, um, you know that thing on Sky Sports where Gordon Strachan said the awful <laughs> thing about paedophilia, that kind of programme, <laughs> and then I think this is rubbish, I'll go to bed. Okay, I mean, she's not missing the end of key programmes to do it. No. She's not like nipping out. No, no, no. She's not, she's not like a she's football, not like football fan leaving minutes minutes to, to avoid the, the traffic. That feels like that's what she's doing. Because we, we, we have quite a similar thing, actually. Yeah. Um, but it feels like there's a sli- there's like a slight division of labour. Because I know um, my girlfriend doesn't want to turn the lights off either. Because she gets yeah. scared. Because she gets scared? She gets, scared. She gets oh, a bit scared. Oh, okay. Well, th- that's when the, um, the torch on the phone comes in. Oh, but that's even scarier. Is it? Only if you put it under your chin around, and go, eh. Walking around the house, lit only by a torch. Is, that's, it literally looks like you're in a horror film. That's true, actually, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I, I think you just turn the. I tend to just turn the lights off in the order that I'm making the journey to bed, so I'm never yes. in the dark. I don't, well, we've got, I don't we've turn got, the one furthest away off last. <laughs> <It's just laughs> the thing is, is we... Should we go turn the shed light off? <laughs> and then I'll be ready for bed. <laughs> we've got two lamps in the sitting room, so you're not turning off a light. We uh, At night, we just have the lamps on. Yeah. So you, you're not... You, so unless you go turn the lights on to then turn the light lamps off and then walk out and switch the last light switch off, which would be madness, in my opinion. Yeah. You are you, you have to walk through the sitting room um, in the dark. So, would you prefer that that uh, your girlfriend was turning off the lights, like say, three times a week, or do you? Well, I don't think we need to rotor it. I feel that would be. <laughs> I feel like it'd be nice to do it as a team. That's what you're saying. Yeah, as a team, or half the lights each. Yeah, okay. do the, maybe if if you're if she's going to bed, she could do the kitchen on the way to the bed. Yeah, yeah. so that I've only got to do the okay. Turn off. I tell you what would be worse though if she turned off all the lights as she went when you're yeah, still sat there. I just yeah. left you sat there. Just sat you were there, there watching Gordon Strachan. Watching Teddy showing him his Premier League 100 goals. <laughs> um, okay, well, does she get you a water? Well, it would be more of a refilling of the current water. So, no, she wouldn't even do that. Yeah. She, so, she just gets herself topped up and then to bed yeah. she goes, scoots off. That's a statement. That's a real statement. Now, obviously, we, water we can't solve this. We can't solve this ourselves. Uh, Tom, you're going to pop off for a second, aren't you? Bye, everyone. Again, we've got a door if you want to do the... Yeah, if you want to do the... You want to do the, <laughs> you still you still have to do the that. that was the sound of Tom getting up. Okay, now Tom's Tom's. Sounds left. great, that door, doesn't it? And coming in through the door is... Uh, well, well. It's Fanshawe Standen. Uh, uh, Fanshawe yes, Standen providing and presiding. Now, uh, <laughs> now the problem is um, we had you outside the door. That was our problem. We should have had you in the room. But uh, <laughs> Hell, don't worry about that. You were listening. <laughs> a door's a window, my friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, Hell <laughs> sat here now in front of my magic word candle. Wise. <laughs> Fur. I never understand these things. Still, <laughs> where I'm from, we stand and shout into a can. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> stand on a pedestal, shout into a can. That's what my daddy told me, but he was a strange man. <laughs> <laughs> now, anyway, well, here and there about this here now now predicament. Oh. A lot of you folks around here will remember a tale 
The Train Town Massacre. Oh, hell gone, yeah. It's gone dark early doors. Train upped and ran into town. <laughs> well, I say train ran into town. It arrived on the rails that it was born with. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm no engineering man. I'm no engineering man. But you'll remember the great train massacre of train town. So words to those effect. Anyway, story goes, pair of brothers used to work on that there railroad. Oh. One on the bridge, one nearby working to junction. Man's on the bridge, let's call him Brother John. Brother John's clearing the lines. Leaves, debris, tango cans. <laughs> <laughs> Please drink responsibly. <laughs> Other brothers up on the hill, operating the junction box. Trains are coming. The oh, train wow. town. Train. <laughs> On its way to train town. Brother sees the train. Brother looks at the bridge. Brother John's on the bridge, tango can in hand. <laughs> Brother at the junction has one decision to make. Does it pull the lever? Let the train go over the cliff? Why have they got a lever where the train goes over the cliff? <laughs> Hell, it was a different time. Line hadn't been finished yet. Oh, okay. Underfunded. Please give generously to the train fund. <laughs> That's what my dad used to say. Sadly, he was stood on a pedestal shouting into a bed. As he was a strange man, no one listened to him. So the train line hadn't been finished. Brothers got a decision to make. Does he pull the lever? Send the train over the cliff? Does he leave the train the way it is? Takes out Brother John. Oh, and ooh. them there, cans of tango. Well, brother did one thing, one thing only. He put himself first, jumped onto the line, and tried to stop the train. <laughs> now, as you can well imagine, that was an error. Train mowed him down, went over the bridge, mowed his brother down. But he did think, well, I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> but he put himself first before the one he loved. Folly. folly. Terrible folly. <laughs> but a bold gesture. A bold gesture. And it didn't go off the cliff, luckily. Yes. <laughs> On the other side of the bridge, the train line had finished being built, and there was another cliff. Oh, dear. It was a bridge to a cliff, <laughs> uh, which is a phrase now in these parts. A real bridge to a cliff. So I guess that's my message to your girlfriend there. Don't, don't jump in front of that train. Think about others as well, I guess. <laughs> well, nice to meet you, son. <laughs> Good luck with that there train story. <laughs> Bye. Oh, thanks, he's off. Oh, he's off. Quicker oh, wow. than usual as well. Quicker, oh, wow. Quicker than a speeding train. Very thought-provoking. <laughs> Tom, did that work? great to have you back. Did it work? Did it, it work? Well, I was just outside I, the door. It, the felt, door. it felt at, halfway, at the halfway point. It was really working. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were going to get there. First was an interesting element of it. Yeah, maybe that's something. Put yourself first, but then it's folly to do that. Uh, Also, I don't think throwing yourself in front of a train is putting yourself first. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, literally, that would be this. He talks in. I guess he talks in mysterious ways. He does. He does. I think it'll. There's uh, a lot to unpack. It feels like that'll unpick itself after a few days. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think scholars are going to be discussing that for centuries. Yeah, Yeah. I wouldn't race to a meaning on that one. I think absolutely not. I would race race to a cliff. Yeah, Yeah. it's a real bridge to a cliff. It was a real bridge to a cliff. The story itself is a real bridge to a cliff. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. 
Um, well, Josh, I hope that solved your beef. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully you'll be able to apply that in your, uh, in your day-to-day life. I'm going to throw myself in front of a try. Pass it on to your girlfriend and see what she says. From the sorting out your beef. Beef solved. Plenty of open and shut closed beef cases. So many open and shut closed beef cases. That is a, is a catchphrase that takes a lot of practice. Yeah, it's not an easy one to remember, and yeah. we I think we get it wrong during the episode as well, <laughs> yeah, so that's I always good. Do, but yeah. I tell you what, I think it's very quickly going to become one of those catchphrases people use in everyday life. I think it's true, and if you do use it in everyday life, please send us a message on Twitter, at Pappy's Tweet, of how you used it. Yes, uh, we had an excellent review left to us on iTunes. McFantastic um, said, open and closed, shut, beefcase, five stars, and then check this out for review. The Boss. Hi, Chris. Can I have a quick word? Chris. Yeah, sure. Is this about the data anomaly in Walker accounts? Boss. Yeah, what's happened? Chris. Well, it's an open and closed shut beefcase. It's timing issue between system sources. It's a what? Open and closed shut beefcase. Okay, Chris. Good work. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> right. passed it off. Yeah, I don't know if Chris knew what he was doing here in this job, but if you don't know what you're doing at work... Just throw out a phrase like open and close shut beefcase. I just think it's something that can really help you out in tricky situations. <laughs> Absolutely. And what could help us out in a tricky situation is if you also leave a five-star review on iTunes. Absolutely right. Um, we have a show at the Phoenix um, in Cavendish Square in London on June the 19th, which if you're listening to this just as it drops, you should be able to still get tickets for. Um, it's going to be a very special episode and we can't tell you why, but we would love you to come along and see that. Oh, God, I got emotional. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you'll find out why. <clears throat> Um, oh God, I've, I've, I've got a bit of the uh, sesame seed in my throat. This is very beautiful. It's really beautiful. Um, otherwise, uh, keep on uh, supporting the podcast. Recommend us to your friends and listener dears who you think will enjoy yourselves with. <laughs> <laughs> I really panicked here. I really panicked. I mean, Crosby down. I didn't know what to say. This is I all good that. stuff, Tom. Don't worry. We'll, we'll leave all that in. Uh, this, pod, <laughs> this podcast was this produced. Wait, once you've gone. I've been sat here the entire time just choking on a bit of sesame (laughs) seeds. We we predicted about five minutes you'll be gone. (laughs) Basically, don't die before me because I'll be an absolute wreck. Okay, I'll I'll do my level best. Um, I think think the way we're both living our lives suggests I might outlive you. So uh, (laughs) I think we're all right with that. Phew, thank God. Um, So this episode was produced, as all the episodes are, by our fantastic producer, Emma Corsham. Corsham team! Stay tuned, folks, for what's coming up in just a moment, which oh, is the Patreon, infamous. the infamous Patreon Neighbourhood Watch Roll Call. Cheers, Cheers everyone. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, please be upstanding yes. for the Neighbourhood Watch Roll Call. <laughs> it's all too much. In the year of our Lord. <laughs> In the year of our Lord, it's Lindsay Ward. I've got a right stunk on, John. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Put the pot on and welcome our good friend, Oliver Watton. Like Oliver, he begs for a fee. It's wrong. Begby. What's his name? Rog. Rog. Rog's joint. It's Rog. Begby. Rog. Great to have you on board, Rog. Zuta Laws. It's Christopher Forbes. I'd follow him gladly. It's Dominic McGladly. <laughs> that doesn't work, does it? It's just his name. It's my girlfriend's brother, Tim Pugh. Oh! oh. Thank you, Tim Pugh. Cheers, Tim. <laughs>
Is it that, Tim Pugh? It is. It's my girlfriend's brother, John Westwood. <laughs> it's my girlfriend's brother, <laughs> Neil Stewart. <laughs> it's my girlfriend's brother's wife, Robin Strafford. And that's actually true. Even oh, though I almost oh, got a name wrong. <laughs> okay. Yo, Peter Elliott, stay the fuck away from my girlfriend's brother, all right? Yeah, good call, Whoa. mate. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out. The rumours are true. Do you know what? If I, have to ha- if I had to have a girlfriend's brother, I couldn't think of anyone nicer than Freya Richards. <laughs> and now, my new girlfriend, <laughs> Owen... McKinstry. The only girlfriend's brother I know, <laughs> it's Joe! He's my girlfriend's brother from another mother, it's Tim Mitchell. <laughs> it's my girlfriend's brother, and it couldn't come any sooner, it's Edward Bloomer. Oh. It's the best of my girlfriend's brother's mates, Bryony Bates! It's my girlfriend. <laughs> I like the fact that we struggle with just rhyming, but now we've made it, we've given ourselves an extra obstacle to make it even harder for ourselves. I mean, it's, it's my girlfriend's brother's wife from another, from another category. It's Anna Rafferty. I'm sorry, Anna. This is, you're not anybody's girlfriend's brother's wife. You are your own human being. It's my wife from another life, <laughs> Trevor Klein. <laughs> I think we've lost producer Trevor. Absolute shocker. Oh, there's so little talent on display right now. <laughs> and that concludes this week's <laughs> Neighbourhood Watch. Patreon roll call! <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.